social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store. It's a once-in-a-lifetime sale never done before. 65% off until Christmas Eve. One-year interest-free financing. Anthony's Jewelers, where Rhode Island gets engaged. You're listening to the John DePietro Show, folks. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, Petro.com. This portion of the program brought to you by Propane Plus. Remember, locations both Massachusetts and Rhode Island, they want to be your propane provider it's propane plus energy for everyone affordable sustainable equitable good for the environment and now renewable it's the johnson family that's right three generations propane plus make them your propane provider again locations in both massachusetts and rhode island it's propane plus well folks it's wednesday christmas eve countdown is on christmas eve is on friday we are just two days away but boy you would never know it because um the to me the christmas spirit is almost being eclipsed by the fact that there's just so much uh disarray in this virus a variant excuse me has um has come on so quickly and it's very obvious if you caught any of the governor mckee press briefing which i did attend and tried to ask him about um uh, just his decisions to to have this mask mandate uh the state is uh, you know really caught off guard and not prepared and the testing is way behind and and by the way and let's just be very clear this isn't just you know the governor i mean president biden has no solution the biden administration completely unprepared for this did not move rapidly enough there were things that needed to be in place and now it's I just, um, it's anybody's guess what's going to happen over the next several weeks. Now, the president announced that he's somehow in mid-January going to mail to every American home tests. What does that do for Christmas Eve? What does that do for Christmas? What does that do for New Year's? Um, you're seeing fighting in the airports. Uh, te- people can't get tested fast enough. The results take too long to come back. The McKee administration, folks, their, their message is also just, it's very stale. You know, shots in arms, get your blah, blah, blah. Like after a while, the, it, it's just, it's not setting setting in. I'll also say this about, and I want to play my question for Governor McKee yesterday, but do you notice if, if we had more time or you could ask more questions, something I wanted to ask the governor was there's such a focus on these fringe groups you know last week they they spent almost like a full week about the panhandlers right uh there's 200 panhandlers that don't have a roof over their head and there's a tremendous amount of time and effort and we're going to do this for the panhandlers and we're going to do that for the panhandlers and we're going to open up a brand new hospital just for the homeless and we're going to open up this homeless hotel and what like there's such a focus on that what about you what about your family what about the regular citizen that just tries to work hard and pay taxes and send your children to school and there's no benefit to that you know there's all these subsections of the state workers get a three thousand dollar bonus you know just because and the providence teachers get a three thousand dollar bonus even yesterday they said and we're going to offer this if you're having problem low income can't pay your heating bill you know everything is for these designated fringe groups you know where is the relief where are the things, you know, and I've mentioned this, other states, they're having, you know, they're lowering tax rates, um, whether it's income tax or sales tax. If you lower those things, those impact everyone. But there's nothing like that. It's it's all reactionary pandering. And, you know, Governor McKee yesterday, obviously, they're, I think their talking points are stale. They don't have a lot of solutions. Um they're trying not to just duplicate what massachusetts is doing but governor baker's already calling out the the national guard and uh governor mckee is not doing that president biden of course offered nothing yesterday you know they're not he's so not prepared for this his approval rating also is falling rapidly in rhode island president biden now is below is 46 percent approval rating could be even lower than that but at least 46 percent approval rating and as i had predicted 
I think Governor McKee, his approval rating is has also fallen dramatically, uh, over ten points, and I think it's going to keep going. They um, they didn't make the necessary changes. There's also a lot of talk of, you know, the 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 uh, healthcare facilities and the hospitals are short staffed, but but no one ever addressed the fact that they forced all those workers out with the forced vaccinations. Why? Because October first, you know, the Rhode Island Department of Health and the McKee people are feeling. Uh, overly confident and feeling like, yeah, we got this, not a problem. All right, they don't want to do it. We'll find someone else. But I want you to listen. I, I did ask Governor McKee yesterday, and, and the thing about this, his answer, that just, again, it makes no sense. I mean, he lives in Cumberland. He lives, you know, what, what is he, two minutes from the Massachusetts line for Rhode Island and Massachusetts to have different rules, and you know, regarding COVID? Does that make sense to anyone? So I tried to ask that Governor McKee. All states are different, and I mean, I I want you to. Governor this was yesterday announced in Massachusetts. It's it's a mask advisory. And mask advisory. They also have the mask advisory. advisory. So Rhode Island is an outlier where the yep. northern part of our state yep. has a mask mandate, and they feel that their workers have to act as like the mask or vax police. Right. Why is it that yes. Massachusetts has a mask advisory, but you have the mandate? Well, every state has its own circumstances. Oh, come uh, on. I think that uh, right. it was pretty clear that at the press We're in the middle the of day, mass in Connecticut. Was, uh, the, the, uh, the hospitals to uh, every single one of them uh, I was on but, call. This but you don't think the Massachusetts the, hospitals the do? The hospitals are asking us to consider. Um, so the, the hospitals were in unison asking for that. Uh, as well as the medical uh, association in the state of Rhode Island, I think that we've compromised a good, good, good uh, spot. That um, time will tell. But I think that um, I, I'm, I, I feel bad that the Georgetown game was was canceled oh, uh, because of the COVID issue uh, for tomorrow night. I was very hopeful that uh, we would show that uh, you know, as working with the dunk, that uh, the, the 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 nobody uh, cares. People in attendance there would be wearing masks. So. Look, I, it's a 30-day strategy. It's going to expire on, uh, you know, if I don't continue it on, Ju on January 18th. I think that is, I don't think we're asking anything over and above uh, what uh, is for in the best interest of the state of Rhode Island. And we'll work with those uh, in those few instances where they believe that they have customers that are not behaving properly. Uh, we've asked everybody to post up, uh, you know, what their, what their each um, business or each uh, facility uh, is um, calling on whether they're looking at vaccine only, like the uh, like the PPAC has, or um, whether they have a, a strategy. These are under 250, I think that you're talking about. Of course. Um, well, or whether they're doing a combination. Look, if you if you're vaccinated, you can come in and you can wear a mask, not wear a mask. That's pretty flexible. If you're unvaccinated, we're asking you to step up uh, again during this time frame as we try to get on top of the what's going to happen on the variant. Right now, we're fortunate, as Tom said. I think that one coming here today, I think that the number was three, uh, three of the new variant in the state of Rhode Island. Um, I do think that our vaccinations and, uh, and our behavior has put Rhode Island on a spot where it has led the country then, during Delta on the... Then why have a mask mandate? ...to the health of the state of Rhode Island. And uh, I think that what's in front of the, um, you know, what's being asked right now of our local businesses... Uh, has given them the flexibility to overcome many of the issues that I was fully aware of as lieutenant governor. That was you know, we're side by side. I'll just say this. We're side by side next to Massachusetts. And what I was trying to say was it's unfair. We're right over the line. Massachusetts businesses don't have to do that. One one business owner said he'd rather just have than, than make it a mask mandate for everyone. But this business of if you're, you, you then ask them if they're vaccinated, that's what's causing people to get upset. And... As you can imagine, folks, you go in anywhere. It's 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 if you walk into a restaurant, it's the, like the hostess, who is all due respect, but the least experienced person there. Tend to be the youngest person there. A lot of times, you go into a restaurant, and the hostess tends to be you know female, maybe a senior in high school, something. Like that. So they're the person that has to ask these people. I'm sorry, you got to put your mask on, or do you have? Can you prove to me you're vaccinated? That's that's unfair. That's not going on in Massachusetts. What I was trying to say to the governor, it's it's not fair to the businesses right along the border where people can just say, oh, forget this. I'm just going to 
drive two minutes across the border and I won't have to deal with this. Folks, this portion of our program brought to you by Rowland Number One Garden Center, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Everything Christmas, they're open till Christmas Eve, 6 o'clock. Hanging baskets. They also have the mistletoe, swag, potted live trees. And the staff there, they want to thank everyone for making this. What a They've had an incredible year. I'm happy for them. I'm not surprised. They work hard. It's great service. It's PR, Landscape Materials, and Garden Center. Folks, a lot more ahead on this Wednesday. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. Heating season is here. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier infinity system. Energy-efficient quiet and more affordable than you think if you're saying no gas guess what no problem let jkl engineering design and install a high efficiency heat pump system including ductless splits heats in the winter cools in the summer these units are so efficient it can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90 percent. they have the highest rebates in the market and they also do new installation replacement of high efficiency gas boilers jkl Carry a factory authorized dealer, licensed by the way in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts for 55 years. J. Hill's reputation, second to none. Call JKL Engineering today. Replacements, whether it's for a system replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump, estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. Call JKL 401 351 7600. They do it right, they do it right the first time. This winter, you can depend on JKL Engineering. 401-351-7600, licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store. It's a once-in-a-lifetime sale never done before. 65% off until Christmas Eve. One-year interest-free financing. Anthony's Jewelers, where Rhode Island gets engaged. Brothers Disposal. Call Brothers Disposal today. Get a purple dumpster for your driveway how do you know it's brother's disposal because it's a purple dumpster look for them on facebook and give them a call for an estimate 401-688-0517 get a dumpster in your driveway maybe you're cleaning out your basement your garage unwanted belongings maybe you just have some things in boxes that you've never taken out clean it out with brother's disposal they're also now offering weekly trash collection services call brother roland today at brother's disposal 401 401- Six eight eight zero five one seven. Whether it's a small household construction project or you just need a dumpster to get rid of some unwanted belongings, call Brothers Disposal today. Come on, brother. Call Brothers Disposal four zero one six eight eight zero five one seven. Look for them on Facebook. Brothers Disposal. Get a dumpster in your driveway. Four zero one six eight eight zero five one seven. You're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays on. AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Now, many people are wondering about the high price of gas, and it comes down to oil. Joining us right now, he is certainly one of America's foremost experts on Saudi Arabia, and it's David Rundell. David, it's the John DePietro Show. Thank you for joining us. It's a pleasure to be with you. David, uh, as people go to the pump and uh, see the price of gas and are wondering what exactly, how did we land where we are You have uh, President Biden saying he's going to go into the strategic reserve. Give us a little insight as to how we've landed where we are. Well, oil is traded on a global market, and the price is determined by supply and demand. And what we have seen is that demand is going up faster than supply. Uh, We've recovered from COVID. Uh, In the coming year, we'll probably see demand back to where it was before COVID, But production, particularly in the United States, uh, has declined quite significantly and has not recovered. And so we're having an imbalance in the market, which is being mitigated by a rise in prices. Let's start with uh, people that wonder, why is it that under President Trump the last few years, price of gas seemed to be so low? And then suddenly under President Biden in less than a year, it's in, in many places, it's basically doubled. The real, how would I say, I don't want to blame it. This is not all on the results of President Biden, but certainly his policies have influenced it. Um, We have begun to disincentivize people to invest in oil and gas. We have begun 
to tell people that uh, investing in drilling for more oil wells is a bad idea, that we're going to not give you permits to uh, drill on federal land, that we're going to shut down pipelines, that we're going to increase regulations. And so people are not drilling oil wells for a variety of reasons, and in the United States in particular. And so the supply has gone down. Uh, as, and as I said, the demand has gone up. So that's pretty much what's happened. Um, most countries in the world are producing or still could produce if they needed to at the levels that they were able to before COVID. That's not true in the United States. Our capacity has and our um, production has fallen by a couple of million barrels a day. And it will take time and changes in policy if that's going to increase. Why is Saudi Arabia, why, why, is, why are the Saudis the key to relief across the United States? That's a good question. Um, the Saudis are the only people in the world who maintain a large, significant excess capacity. Most countries produce most of the time at as much as they can. The Saudis spend a lot of money, drill wells, and then shut them in for a rainy day. If you were the president of Exxon or Shell and you did that, you invested all this money, and I'm talking about tens of billions of dollars, a, a lot of money, uh, that they just leave sitting in the ground until they need it. And, when, and why do they do that? That's a good question. And the reason they do that is because they have a lot of oil and they want oil to remain a major part of the global energy mix for a long time. In order to do that, they don't want prices to get too high. It may surprise you, but they actually don't want prices to get too high because what will happen then? Well, the, the economy may go into a recession, which would drastically reduce demand, which is what happened in the 80s, and they learned from that experience. And they would also see that if prices get too high, well, everyone will go and buy an electric car. Everyone will put a solar panel on their roof. Everyone will start putting three levels of insulation on their windows. And people will start drilling for oil in places that are very expensive. So they don't want that to happen either. So they, they unlike many of the producers in OPEC who don't have a lot of reserves in the ground, and the Saudis have billions of barrels of reserves, they could keep pumping oil for another 50 years without a blink in their eye. So they want, as I say, they want it to be a long, they are long-term players and they don't want the price to be too volatile. So when there is a war in Iraq, when there is a strike in Nigeria, when there is a hurricane in the Gulf of Mexico, they open up the spigots and try to moderate the prices. So that's that's why they are the, um, if you will, the swing producer. It's in their interest to do it. They don't do it because they like us. They do it because it's in their own interest to do that. Folks, again, he is David Rundell. Propane Plus. For heating and cooling, call Propane Plus today in Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. In Rhode Island, Propane Plus number 401 401- 885-4209. It's the Johnson family. It's Propane Plus, the leading full-service provider of propane to Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. Not only can they install your tank and schedule propane deliveries, but they can service your entire heating, cooling system, and install any propane or natural gas appliances. Locations in East Greenwich and also in Rehoboth. Remember, Propane Plus is energy for everyone. It's affordable, sustainable, equitable, Good for the environment, and also now it's renewable. Online at propaneplus.com, Propane Plus, heating and cooling. In Massachusetts, call the Rehoboth office, 508-252-3359, and in Rhode Island, 401-885-4209. You can depend on Propane Plus. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store. It's a once-in-a-lifetime sale never done before. 65% off until Christmas Eve. One-year interest-free financing. Anthony's Jewelers, where Rhode Island gets engaged. To check out our website, depetro.com. Depetro.com, which is sponsored by and brought to you by the Centerdale Revival. 
Comfort Food and Cocktails, located 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. Shane and his crew, what a wonderful job they've done. Winner of several Rhode Island Best of Awards, Best of Rhode Island Awards. The Senadale Revival, delicious food, cocktails, a lot of fun. Stop it and see them, 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. Folks, you're listening to The John DePietro Show. Joining us right now, he has a new book out in Trump time. It is Peter Navarro. Peter, first of all, congratulations on the book. Uh, take us through the process that you decided to write this book in the first place. I think it goes back to the very beginning. Now, I, I was only one of three senior White House officials who was with the president all the way from the campaign in 2016, where I served as his uh, chief economic advisor, all the way to the end of what we like to say, uh, the end of his first term. And what was interesting is early in 2017, when I came into the White House, I was shocked. I don't get shocked easily, but I was shocked by how many people inside the perimeter, inside the White House, inside the administration, were actually actively disloyal to the president and his agenda, who disobeyed the chain of command. And I thought at that point, you know what, I'm going to be part of history in some small or large way, um, so I better keep a daily journal. And that's what I did. Every night when I came home, no matter how tired I was, I wrote kind of what, the, what happened that day. And the In Trump Time book, uh, the In Trump Time means as quickly as possible exp- expression I coined. The In Trump Time book describes the last year uh, of the administration during during the plague year. And um, I think the beauty of the book is it finally provides an insider's account. It offers the truth of what actually happened and the, the gulf between what people have read about in the, in the fake news and the corporate media versus the actual re- reality about the president himself, about the evil Tony Fauci, about the betrayal of the president by the vice president, Mike Pence about what communist China actually did to us in terms of attacking America with the virus and about what happened on both November 3rd and November 6th. Uh, That's what the In Trump Time book really is about. It's a book, I think, of both revelations, but also indictments. And um, today uh, I'm honored to be on your show because today is the day the book actually officially uh, publishes. Folks, again, we're speaking with Peter Navarro, his new book in Trump Time, Journal of Americans Plague Year. Peter, you write about your uh, first encounter with with Dr. Fauci. What can you tell us about that? Chapter two of In Trump Time, let's take you right into the iconic situation room. It's January 28th, 2020. We're at the, the dawn of the pandemic. There's really only three people in the White House who are taking this pandemic seriously at this point. It's the president, myself, and the National Security Advisor, Robert O'Brien. And the president has dispatched me on a very, very important mission, which is to go to the sit room and convince the White House Coronavirus Task Force, Nason at the time, to support the ban on travel from China. This would turn out to be one of the most prescient and courageous decisions of the president, would save millions of lives. But at that point, he had a lot of opposition. So he sends me, I'm the tip of the spear, I'm his tough guy. I go in, the staff's down at the end of the table, he's chairing the meeting. I got one of, I I love Mike Pompeo, but the people who worked for him were, were just a lot of hacks. And I had one of his hacks by my left shoulder across the way the, uh, the Orville Redenbacher doppelganger and Robert Redfield, the CDC head, uh, just one of the most bumbling bureaucrats I've ever met. And you had Azar there, right? So I knew I was going to have problems with the four of these guys. But across from me, there's this little guy, little round glasses, didn't know he walked on water, didn't know he was a saint. He was just a guy, right? And two minutes in, I'm in a violent argument with him. <laughs> and he keeps insisting that, he keeps insisting that travel bans don't work. Like a parent, like I'm I'm going, dude. And I actually said to him, dude, it's like, uh, dude, it's like you mean to tell me that if you got twenty thousand Chinese nationals coming in a day, uh, many from Wuhan, many of them lit up like a Christmas tree with virus, that it, it's like come on down, like let them in, right? 
no, 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 we're not doing that. <laughs> so the, yeah, the meeting erupted, it ended like in total chaos um, with me fighting him and Mulvaney and everybody else. But, but it, it, at the end of the day, I'm looking at this guy and I'm thinking, he thinks he's smarter than he is, which is dangerous. But, but I knew right then, I knew right then he was going to hurt both the nation and the president. But here's the interesting thing about that story uh, in the In Trump Time book. It's the lie, not the Congress, which which Fauci did, but was the lie of omission. Let me let me explain something that, that people need to understand in this country very clearly. At the at, by that point, early in the pandemic, Fauci already knew that he was culpable in the pandemic. What did we know right then? We knew that the, the virus came from Wuhan. We knew that the virus popped up within yards of a Wuhan bioweapons lab. We knew that Fauci funded that lab through grants. We knew that he authorized gain-of-function experiments at that lab, which, which were capable of turning harmless bat viruses into human killers. And here's the, here's the kicker. He received an email from a top scientist that very month that told him flat out this thing was genetically engineered. The lie of omission, the big lie of omission of Tony Fauci was not to tell me, the president, and the task force that that thing likely came from the lab. He never raised that issue. It cost millions of lives worldwide, hundreds of thousands of American lives. That man belongs in an orange jumpsuit, not as the <laughs> highest paid bureaucrat and plaque of the Biden administration. Folks, we're speaking with Peter Navarro, his book in Trump Time, a journal of America's plague. Peter, I want to tell you, I read a lot of books. I don't know if you realize how funny you are. I was literally laughing out loud <laughs> reading this book. And it sounds, you know, as I'm out talking to you, I can now I can picture your voice as I was reading it. I mean, folks, it is such like a straight from the hip. No BS. Um, Peter, I, I have to ask you, I mean, aren't you, are you surprised that nine months in the Biden administration is already, you know, completely, uh, the Titanic 71% feel he's on the wrong path. I mean, they've already lost their way. Not surprised at all. I, I predicted, uh, right after, uh, the, the transition of power, I guess you'd call it, that Biden would be gone uh, within a year or a year and a half. Uh, simply because it's it was obvious to everybody who wanted to look that this man had diminished mental capacity and that he invariably made bad decisions. I mean, that he was known for that in like within the Obama White House. And he surrounds himself with people who have no understanding whatsoever of how economies work. I mean, look, in, in Obama-Biden was eight years of, of massive federal debt economic stagnation and flat wages right they they, they they so we come along you know i'm i'm out with the with the boss we're campaigning on structural change in the economy tax cuts deregulation strategic energy dominance and fair trade that was our mantra we we put that in and we grow above the forecasts and real wages rise, particularly for black and brown Americans and blue-collar workers. I mean, and so Biden, Biden comes in and then goes, you know, reverts to the Biden incompetence mean. Doesn't surprise <laughs> me at all. And, and, and by the way, when I'm, 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 I'm so honored by what you say about when you read the book. Um, w when I wrote the book, I actually dictate, I use voice dictation yeah. software, and I try to write for the ear rather than the eye it works so it works and and if you listen to the book what's fun about the audio book i i did the narration myself as you as you might expect i was like the author to do the narration but i also have some guest voices in there uh as part of it so it's more like a dramatic production oh wow steve Ban steve bannon's in it oh boy Dr. davis hansen uh, the boss has a little cameo. Corey <laughs> Lewandowski absolutely steals the show. Wow. Uh, when he relates the story, I don't know if you remember the book, the story about him being on Air Force One with Dave Bossie. Yes. And how they're reading the riot act of Jared Kushner and, and campaign about not being ready for uh, for the steal that's about to come. Uh, so he narrates that whole thing. So it's, it's, it's kind of a, for folks who prefer like the audio books, uh, this one, I think you'll find to be uh, a little bit of cut above 
most of what uh, what you're going to get. But I, the, for me, the book submission, I mean, my mission is to take Fauci down. This is the Fauci fire. <laughs> that guy's got to go. I'm sorry. He is he is a murderer. I make the case. Uh, if you don't believe me, by the time you get to the end of it, I'll give you double your money back. Uh, we got to hold China accountable. And, and we really do get, have to get to the bottom of what happened on November 3rd and January 6th. This is going to be the first audio book that I'm going to buy, and I hope my family's not listening because you're all getting copies of the book. Folks, it is in Trump time, Journal of America's Plague of Peter Navarro. Peter, I mean it. I'm going to have you back. A pleasure to talk to you. Congratulations. I, this is the time, best book man. of 2021. Hilarious. Oh, I'm so flattered so, by that. All right, Peter. Congratulations. Bye-bye. Make Henry Oil your oil provider this winter. Give them a call today. Call Henry Oil, 401 521 0200 401-521-0200 henry oil serving most rhode island and southeastern mass automatic delivery budget plans service contracts lock and cap pricing you can depend on henry oil call them today 401-521-0200 reliable affordable fuel oil delivery fuel fuel oil diesel gasoline delivery residential and commercial it's henry oil Give them a call. Since 1947, you can depend on Henry Oil. Call them today. Make Henry Oil your oil provider. 401-521-0200. 401-521-0200. Remember, online at henryoil.com. Go with the original. Go with the best. It's Henry Oil. You're listening to the John DePietro Show, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Joining us right now, what a fantastic new book. Folks, he was Chief of Staff to President Trump. Great book, The Chief's Chief. We want to welcome to the program. It is the great Mark Meadows. Mark, it's John DePietro. First of all, congratulations on a tremendous read. Well, thanks, John, and it's great to be with you and all the listeners. And thank you for always speaking it. Uh, like it is telling the truth and bringing it to your listeners uh, with uh, no political correctness. It's it's great to join you, and it was an honor to serve the 45th president of the United States, and hopefully this, this book will be something that gives uh, your uh, listeners kind of a behind-the-scenes look at what went on. Mark, I am so glad you wrote this book because finally we get more of an accurate depiction of exactly what was going on, starting with, and even though it's playing out now, but the, just your thought on the fact that what has come out recently regarding you know, the Russian collusion and the whole thing, it, it's really, I think that'll go down as one of the darkest moments in American journalism. Well, without a doubt, and and it's interesting, John, that you you highlight that because I talk about that in the book, and, and there's one one particular uh, 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 chapter called the long con, and it is a long con because the Democrats and many of the people in the swamp they knew how how bad it was from a standpoint of of just uh, the fact that it was Hillary Clinton and many of her operatives that were actually colluding with Russia. And it was not indeed uh, any anything that the president uh, actually uh, did. And so so when we we look at that, I think the, the real key is is not only coming out, but there's more to come. John, your your listeners will hear it here first. I'm here to tell you more connections to Hillary Clinton. And as John Durham digs deeper, we'll see that not only was President Trump right that they spied on him, but it was a collusion and a dark day in American history where the Hillary Clinton campaign tried to accuse Donald Trump of what they were actually guilty of. Folks, we speak with Mark Meadows. He was President Trump's chief of staff. Fantastic new book. By the way, this makes for a great Christmas gift for everyone that's listening. The chief's chief. Mark, I like how in the book you write and, and, you know, people are seeing now how difficult it can be. But your March 2020, how quickly everything had to pivot it is remarkable how yourself and President Trump took America through the pandemic. Well, you're very kind to give me even a little bit of credit, but it's actually President Trump that did all of that, John. I can tell you, yeah, I was uh, I didn't get much sleep. Uh, the president never sleeps. He he will call at, at all hours of the 
the morning and night and uh and to give you a to-do list it seems like uh he's the vigilant sentinel that is there but really when uh when uh, the the virus came from china and and started to affect everybody in uh the united states and around the globe uh he saw it as his mission to make sure that we got government out of the way and that we got real solutions there. And in spite of what the left-wing media wanted to do is to, to blame him for everything. And they did almost 96% of the time. Uh, it was it was really quick decisions that he made to save our economy, to save lives, and ultimately uh, to fight back against the swamp that was trying to undo his presidency uh, each and every day. Folks, again, we're speaking with Mark Meadows, President Trump, Chief of Staff, his fantastic new book, which makes a great holiday gift, The Chief's Chief. Mark, if you could also just take us through, I like also that you you talk about, despite all the hurdles, how President Trump, your administration, would keep your eye on the prize. It's incredible how this administration, how fast things have just unraveled. What incredible discipline by yourself and President Trump. Well, you're very kind. I, I can tell you uh, this, that uh, because the president uh, believed that America should be placed as the highest priority, it wasn't just a, a campaign slogan. It was a way of life for him. Uh, in the, the, the epilogue, the final, uh, final chapter of the book, uh, I, I, it, I basically spell out a conversation that, that President Trump and I uh, had uh, just a, a few months ago now, uh, and and he said, Mark, can you imagine that it would have gotten this bad this quick? And I said, No, sir, I couldn't. He says, You know, he says all Joe Biden had to do was was literally nothing because we had you know we had a secure border we actually had a real plan to bring people out of afghanistan that wouldn't have put 13 service members in harm's way and and so we we i put that in that final chapter because uh so much of what we've seen happen uh literally were were things that we had and discussed in the oval office that that bluntly there needs to be some accountability and so we we cover that in uh in keeping your eye on the ball he, the president keeping his eye on the ball uh was was not only a, a priority for him but it was a morning noon and night uh vigilant kind of uh of way that he he did business every day Mark, can you also touch on, I mean, you weren't new to Washington, you were a congressman. Can you touch on the fact that during the course of, of the day, and, you know, there's so much to be accomplished, but just the amount of, and, and now people ridicule it, but just false news, fake news, false information that would get out, that it can, at the same time, as much as it's, it's you know, so reckless the way it's reported, it's still something that gets out there and has to be addressed. Well, it has to be addressed, and and uh, and and I and I talk about that in the Chief's Chief. I didn't believe in fake news uh, until I got to the White House. I, I knew that that there was, you know, the president kept talking about fake news, and I was on Capitol Hill, and you're you're right, and I would know that even the Capitol Hill reporters, they had a left bent, they had uh, the way that they would put it out there, but they didn't try to make things up. When I got to the White House, I, it's, it's not only that they made it up, it didn't have a basis in reality, and they would have, uh, you know, two or three unnamed sources giving them, quote, the facts, and uh, I can remember one, one particular story, I'm talking to the reporter, I said, uh, that's just not accurate, and and I'm willing to go on the record to tell you that it's not accurate. They said, "Well, we've got good sources." I said, "Well, you couldn't have good sources because the only other person that was in the meeting is actually sitting here in the room while I'm talking to you, and they didn't talk to you. I mean, but they just make these things up. But you had to address them. And the president uh, Trump was we he did what we call chopper talk, always willing to go talk to the press. It kept him sharp, but boy, you know, it was killer question 
questions each and every day, and it was uh, having to address rumors that very often were just made up by a water cooler. Can you also just expand on that a little bit, just because I, I really enjoyed reading that. Folks, again, it's Mark Meadows' new book, Chief of the Chief's Chief. The, uh, the chopper talk, how did that come about? Because now when we're looking at a president, he can't, they cannot, cannot do that. President Trump walking the rope line, cameras on him, boom, pointing at the reporter, you know, boom, like pop quiz, what do you have? That is not that is not easy to do. How did that come about? I like how you uh, talk about that and write about that in the book. Well, you know, it's interesting uh, when we talk about that in the book, uh, the chopper talk. Uh, some days there were days when, as his chief of staff, I said, you know, today, you know, sir, this is not a good news cycle. I don't know that you want to go and take uh, take on the reporters. And he would he would look out and he'd say, yeah, there's Jim Acosta from CNN. There's this person. There's that person. He says, I think it's a perfect day to take them on. And so he'd go out and uh, and literally be ready to you know the the rotors on the helicopter on marine one would be uh going it would be on one idle and he'd go in and he says all right well go ahead and but he was not afraid of them you know yeah. what we have now is a joe biden who gets a list of uh, hopefully the softball reporters that are going to ask these nice you know what flavor of ice cream meadows his fantastic new book the chief's chief mark one more thing i just think you captured president trump really that's the thing that i took away the most there are times i was laughing out loud you really captured him very well the dynamic between the two of you uh i'm just curious uh, any type of feedback from the president regarding the book you know the the president uh you know it was interesting when uh when i first said i was going to write it he says well i'm going to like it sir well i said well as long as i can tell the truth and let the american people see who you really are and there are parts of it you know the 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 personality part of it uh where he doesn't like uh people to actually see that that nice uh, compassionate side of him that i but we do we do laugh we have a, a lot of fun i can remember one time uh, uh, that you know, we I was so mad about a leak. I said, "Sir, uh, I, I went in. I said, uh, Sir, th- there was only four of us in this room, and now we've got the press is calling me about it, and I'm going to fire two people." And he looked at me and he goes, "Mark, I don't know that I'd do that. It may have been me." <laughs> and so, <laughs> you know, uh, and, and so. Uh, uh, you know, he's one that will always uh, find the humor in things. He and I were able to, to have a, a friendship. Uh, you know, obviously it was a supportive role to the, what I consider the best president our country has ever had. And uh, and yet with that, we get to talk still on a daily basis. So he, he enjoys it. He's, uh, he's encouraging people to go out and buy it. So hopefully it'll make a good Christmas gift for uh, those who appreciate the 45th president of the United States. Absolutely. Folks, again, the book, The Chief's Chief, Mark Meadows. Mark, really f- fantastic job with the book. It's a pleasure to speak with you, and we'll talk to you again sometime. Sounds great. Thanks, John. Take care. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401-272-3340. Were you in an auto accident, someone damaged your vehicle? Folks, it can happen, whether it's people not paying attention, a drunk driver, people texting and driving. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Remember, with West Fountain Auto Body, They're going to work for you, not the insurance company. Call them today. If you were in an accident, drunk driver, someone texting and driving, minor fender bender, even a nearly totaled vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401-272-3340. They'll handle everything for you, the original, the best. And if you're in an accident and a tow truck pulls up, tell them, bring that car over to West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340, 272 West Fountain Auto Body, located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. They'll work for you, not the insurance company. If you're in an accident, call West Fountain today. Get it repaired, 
3340. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store. It's a once in a lifetime sale never done before. 65% off until Christmas Eve. One year interest free financing. Anthony's Jewelers, where Rhode Island gets engaged. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Folks, they're located 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Easy to get to right off of Silver Spring Street, right off of 95. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Ron and Melissa, everything is baked fresh. And especially this time of year, they have delicious Christmas cookies, Christmas baskets, Christmas everything at Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Delicious calzones, everything fresh. Stop and see them. Look for them on Facebook. And their hours are Tuesday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 2 p.m., Ron's Pastry Gourmet, Ron and Melissa, delicious Christmas baskets and delicious Christmas cookies and treats, plus the most delicious calzones and also cannolis. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, stop it and see them, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Look for them on Facebook for directions and hours at the Ropen. It's Christmas time at Ron's Pastry Gourmet. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Folks, joining us right now, as much as people think of the holidays and Christmas and all the excitement and a new year that it could bring on, uh, people think that they should be happy. It actually can, uh, there's people dealing with some very difficult feelings, and there's been an epidemic of, uh, of grown men and middle-aged men taking their own life. And Dr. Rob, who specializes in this, and Dr. Rob, I think one of the first things is it's family members or maybe people see someone at a holiday party or just know of someone and they they want to reach out and, and find out just how someone is, is doing mentally during the holidays. Yeah, it, it's pretty common for some, some people to be really distressed at this time. And the most important thing you can do is to let somebody know you care. Just to say, hey, it seems like you're really struggling. Is there something I can help you with? Uh, would you like to talk about things? Um, let's sit down in a quiet place and, and just have some time together and, and try to see what's, what's happening here. Um, so that's, that's really important. Your expression of care can restore hope to people who are feeling pretty hopeless sometimes. So very and, important. And, folks, this leads to this website that Dr. Rob's going to direct people to. We've been doing this now over several months. We're going to continue into the new year. And uh, it's it's mantherapy.org. And Dr. Rob, you know, again, as I said, people see, oh, I, I should be happy, and they see the lights and Christmas. But this time of year and a new year, it, it can emote, uh, bring up a lot of past memories. Uh, you know, people even refer to it as ghosts of Christmas past. We remembered when you were a child, and then you think of maybe there are people that are no longer with us. And, and for varying different reasons, it, it can actually be a very difficult time for people mentally. It can be, and uh, middle-aged men particularly in general are, are very resistant to seeking help sometimes, and there's a certain stigma about going to see a therapist or going to even see your own doctor sometimes. Um, so one of the resources that people need to know about is this uh, web- website called mantherapy.org, where you can just anonymously go to the website and check out your own mental health status. That's what's called a 20-point head inspection that helps a guy figure out Am I just being stressed or are they really suffering from depression or, or some other mental uh, health challenge? Um, and there's lots of resources listed on there, too. It, it, in the first place, it's a very humorous uh, site with lots of funny videos, but there's also some really valuable resources available there, too. And, again, you don't have to face the stigma of uh, seeing somebody going into a, a therapist's office or something. So just go to a website. Go to the website of mantherapy.org and, and check it out. It's really a lot of value there. Folks, we speak with Dr. Rob. And Dr. Rob, not only that, but because there is a website and there's a link, people could either send it through text message, they could send an email. I received a nice email from this woman that hadn't seen a brother in a while, talked to him, did not sound good, did not sound like himself. And after our conversation, she she just sent him the, the email. She didn't have to talk about it. She just sent him the email and the link and then uh, and it, it turned out that, that there was something much deeper that's going on. So um, that is one portion of this. And, Dr. Rob, you've also been so good and such a leader on leading people. People think about taking a CPR course, but there's even a course that people can take to look for warning signs when there's someone who has kind of lost their way. Yeah, this course is called QPR, which stands for Question, Persuade, and Refer. 
and it basically teaches any any adult citizen how to recognize that a warning sign that someone might be thinking about suicide, and then it uh, helps them to be able to ask the question directly: uh, Are you thinking about taking your life? Or are you thinking about suicide? And then let me help persuading them to let you help them get some help, uh, just as a friend or a neighbor or a coworker, not a professional, but just somebody who cares about them, and then to refer them appropriately. Uh, it's important to realize that not everybody who might be thinking about suicide needs to go to the emergency room. Not everybody needs 911 called. Uh, so this teaches you how to do this. It gives you some real tools, and as I said, how to recognize first and how to respond that someone may be thinking about suicide. It's been, studies have shown it really saves lives. Folks, again, it's the website is mantherapy.org, and I want people to understand that this is the age group that this really focuses on is middle-aged men. There's been rampant. Uh, it's, it is an epidemic of uh, middle-aged men that have been taking their life. It doesn't have to be that way. So whether it's a spouse or a friend or a co-worker, whoever it may be, mantherapy.org, we're going to continue our conversations with Dr. Rob into the new year. Dr. Rob, I want to thank you once again for your expertise, expertise, sensitivity in talking about it and dedication to it. You are literally saving lives, and thank you, thank you for agreeing to continue our conversations. Well, I'm delighted to, John. I really appreciate all your support and help in this. It's the, I think it's a great service to the community, and thank you so much. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401 401- Two seven two thirty three forty. Were you in an auto accident? Someone damaged your vehicle, folks. It can happen. Whether it's people not paying attention, a drunk driver, people texting and driving. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone. Call West Fountain Auto Body four zero one two seven two thirty three forty. They are located four hundred West Fountain Street in Providence. Remember, with West Fountain Auto Body, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. Call them today. If you were in an accident, drunk driver, someone texting and driving, minor fender banner, even a nearly totaled vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401-272-3340. They'll handle everything for you, the original, the best, and if you're in an accident and a tow truck pulls up, tell them, bring that car over to West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340, 401 272-3340 West Fountain Auto Body located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence they'll work for you not the insurance company if you're in an accident call West Fountain today get it repaired 401 272 3340. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers 65% off the entire store 65% off all week long. You're listening to the John DePietro show on AM 1380 99.9 FM. Folks, remember, you can always listen online at our website, dipetro.com. Check out the website, dipetro.com. We have original, unique, exclusive stories, videos, content, all our links to social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. It's all right there. And that's also the best way to reach me. Log on at the website, depetro.com, dipetro.com. Well, remember, stop in and see Michael at the cbd store the cbd store and they're located 1845 post road in warwick they're right off of 95 right across from airport plaza stop it and see michael so knowledgeable at the cbd store what can they help you with well they can help everyone especially whether or not you're maybe you're fighting stress or anxiety this time of year all time of year everything we're going through maybe you have trouble sleeping or you're dealing with pain even seizure stop it and see michael and he'll help you all natural at the CBD store, 1845 Post Road in Warwick. You can also find them on Facebook. What they're also amazing about is they even have it for your pet. That's right. We started to give it to our dog, who's a little bit older, and it really helps his hind legs jump up onto the, the deck. Folks, stop it and see them, the CBD store, and mention the John DePietro Show, 25% off your first purchase Stop and see them, The CBD Store in Warwick. Look for them on Facebook, 1845 Post Road in Warwick.